0: Hey, hey, welcome to Folk Craft Revival. My name is Daniel Howell. I'm your host and guide as we explore traditional living skills and crafts. Um, Just a little bit about myself. I'm a primitive skills enthusiast, bread maker, blacksmith, homesteader, bushcrafter, I like to make things, I like to try things, I like to do things, and I like to explore our past and our history. Um, I begin with survival skills, primitive primitive living skills, um, when I was probably four or five is when I started. I remember doing my first buckskin with my brothers and my dad when I was probably five or six. We did four hides that my dad had collected from someone, um, and I've been been practicing these skills essentially my entire life. I, you know, went out with my brothers pretty frequently and we were always out roaming the mountains. Grew up in small towns. we were always out roaming the mountains, uh, on our bikes or on foot and just exploring, um, gathering edibles. I remember collecting things like cattail and building out laddles, shooting our bows out in the backyard, um, trapping the quail that used to come wandering through our area. Um, funny story about that, but probably shouldn't mention it. Um, you know, just doing a whole series of things like that. We used to pick up roadkill foxes and raccoons for their hides and tan them. Um, had a lot of fun. Eventually I began expanding into other more advanced type skills, uh, start doing things like soap making. Um, I learned to make my own self bows. Um, I, It's one of my passions, making my own bows. I made my own knives, make my own knives. Um, Overall, I just enjoy learning and appreciating traditional ways of doing things and learning how to make things for myself and become more self reliant and enjoy what I can create. Um, I'm a creator, I'm a builder, I'm a maker. I like to make things. I like to know how to make things. I like to work with my hands to create something useful. Um, but I've always lurked in the background of the primitive skills uh, movement. I have read books. I've taken courses, taken classes, and whatever. But I've never really taught others. I've never shared. I've never really participated too much. I've sat in the background and absorbed information and primarily learned through trial and error on my own, as well as through books. And I finally decided that I want to give back. I want to help other people. I want to teach. I want to share. Um, I've always had that desire, but I've, you know, I've never really acted on it before. And it's time I take a step out and begin sharing with people. Um, encourage people to try things. Try new things. Um, make stuff that they use, um, to work with their hands. So this is, this podcast is my way of attempting to help people to appreciate working with their hands and becoming more self-reliant. Um, I'm aiming at skills for, uh, homesteaders, primitive skills, enthusiasts, bushcrafters, whatever you want to call yourself. If you appreciate traditional skills, then hopefully this podcast will um, bring some content to you that you find interesting, intriguing, and uh, that you want to attempt, that you'll learn something new from this. Basically, I want to cover everything from primitive to pre-modern. I'm talking anything from the Stone Age to basically the artisan craft period of the late 1800s, early 1900s, um, before industrial, well, before we became an industrialized society and before factories and things like that um, and mechanized um, machinery. I'm curious not only how primitive people did it, or Stone Age people did it, or tribal people, hunter-gatherers did it. But I'm also interested in the artisan craft period, Um, the beautiful things that come from people who devote their lives to a specific craft, whether it be woodworking or weaving or pottery or whatever, Um, and the level of uh, just quality and beauty that it can be taken to. Um, I'm interested in learning... Skills, tips, tricks, techniques, crafts, etc. From that period, um, I really begin, like I said, with the primitive living skills and the wilderness survival. Um, I'm a nature lover, I'll admit it. So, the projects that we talk about may lean a little heavy on that side, but I have also, you know, the last few years I've been a professional woodworker and. Um, I enjoy working with my hands and learning these, um, more refined artisan skills. So, um, we'll definitely touch on quite a few of those. I, I've always felt like I have kind of one foot in the, um, primitive living and wilderness survival community and one foot in the like artisan craftsmanship and homesteading type communities. Um, I guess that would give me three feet, but uh, this this podcast is an attempt to kind of marry the the cultures together um, the different skills different crafts um, I see a lot of similarities there's definitely some differences and um, like a lot of homesteaders aren't necessarily going to be out you know flint napping or something like that but there's a lot of overlap in things like uh, the leatherwork and a lot of woodworking techniques and things like that. And yeah, they're all, they're all traditional skills. They're all skills from our past that have, um, shaped us that, that are really about self-reliance all really comes back down to that. It's about understanding what's, um, what you have around you and what you can make with it and what you can create as well as it, um, brings beauty to our lives. And really, they're a ton of fun to learn and to practice. So yeah, we're going to try and cover a wide variety of um, skills and crafts here. Um, I suppose I should define what I mean by craft. Craft, if you look at it these days, has primarily become a kind of artsy, feel good, make a decoration for the house type thing. And that's not what craft is or what it is what it used to be. Um, You used to ask people what their craft was and you'd get responses like, I'm a wheelwright or I'm a cooper. I'm a potter. I'm a, you know, fill in the blank. They had a specific skill, a skill that they had developed and that was their craft. By definition, that is what a craft is. It's a, um, it's where you have developed the skills of making something with your hands. That is craft. So, As Folk Craft Revival, the goal is to get people back into craft, learning to build things with their hands, learning to use their hands with skill to create something that is of use. I'm not interested in building decorations or cutesy, feel good, keep the kids occupied for 10 minutes type activities. I'm interested in creating things that have a purpose and a use. Um, I believe in making things that are functional, As well as beautiful, yes. Um, But functional is the main criteria. I want something to be functional and useful. And if we can reach that, then we can focus on making something beautiful. And making something that showcases us and our personality and our views on things through our medium. Occasionally, we may delve into modern type craft as well. Um... This is primarily traditional craft, but you take a look at something like, say, soap making, and I'm pretty sure that I'll have far more people that actually do and make and try if we discuss it in the context of using modern chemical lye in order to um, saponify your soap rather than using wood ashes and leaching the lye out yourself. I'm interested in the wood ash soap and i would like to cover it at some point but i know that most people if i want to motivate them to actually get started and get making something we need to bring it to a level that is comfortable for them to attempt and that sometimes means not doing pure traditional work which i'm fine with i'm not a purist i'm just interested in getting people to make things and try things and understand how things work and after they've reached that point, then you can build on the base and show them how they can extend their talents and their abilities and move beyond just the the limiting skill of having to buy lie for their project and instead show them how they could do it from scratch, how they can make something completely start to finish on their own. And that is empowering. That is awesome. Um, I also really really appreciate the ethos of the the handmade lifestyle um learning to make what you use whether that's traditional or not um if you are a are a skateboarder learn to make a skateboard you'll appreciate the sport so much more you'll appreciate what goes into it you'll know how to make yourself a nice board that'll uh I don't know I'm not a skateboarder but do what you need it to do um I'm sure there are features you can change and adjust and you know, truly customize it. Same thing if you're into cheese making or into cheese. If you really love cheese, learn to make it. Why not? And if that means you start with, um, commercial culture, do so, do so just get started making stuff. And then you can delve into how it used to be made without commercial culture and how you can truly make artisan cheese from scratch, but you shouldn't Approach the things you love with the view of exploring and understanding how it was made and learning to make it yourself. And if you do that, you will learn to appreciate it so much more uh, and value it. Um, In addition, I think if you make things yourself, you end up with higher quality stuff. Let's be honest, quality has kind of gone out the window. Um, You can still find it. It's expensive. I can't afford most quality stuff. I appreciate the quality stuff. I would like the quality stuff, but I can't afford it. But I can afford to make it if I'm willing to spend the time. And not only that, you develop quantifiable skills when you make stuff, whether it be traditional or not. And I think we all, the ability to be, of being just all around generally handy, just knowing how to do things is becoming a lost art people have forgotten how to work with their hands, how to do things, how to build things, how to create. Um, and I feel like that's something that we need to attempt to bring back. Um, people are getting so sucked into the digital stuff these days that they have forgotten their ability to make things and or lost their ability to make things. And, you know, if it's it's sad, honestly, it's it's just kind of sad. I believe in making what you use, and knowing how to make what you use, or knowing how to um, how it is made at the very least. So that even if you haven't done it, that way you have some sort of background on it and can appreciate a little more fully what goes into it. Um, you'll develop self confidence and um, strength as you. Make things, and you understand that uh, I don't know. You can create vessels if you're a potter, or you can make your own clothing if you tan leather. Um, these are empowering skills to have. To know that you know how to take care of yourself, regardless. Side switch, aren't we all just kind of bored with the like soulless uniformity of mass-produced objects? We need to have a little more. Life a little more handmade interestingness in our life, a little more uh, zest. I mean, there's a simple beauty and pleasure and uh, spirit that comes from things that have been handcrafted. So build things, make things, do things, learn things. Um, I also think that uh, you develop a greater degree of uh, creativity, um, learning to make and do things, as well as dexterity, um, just the, the simple ability to work with your hands to do things. Um, people say they can't uh, or they just don't have that ability, but I really think that's a learned one. Um, the problem is we don't spend enough time working with our hands anymore. So, yeah, it's clumsy to do some weaving or you have a hard time. Um, yeah, you know, shaping that that piece of iron or whatever when you're a blacksmithing but it's simply because you're not used to working with your hands and that's a skill that you develop over time um as well i think a lot of these traditional skills it's about learning to adapt that's probably in my mind the the key takeaway from what i've learned um practicing primitive uh technology and primitive wilderness skills things like that is doesn't really matter how much, well, it does matter how much, you know, some things matter. Um, but it's more important that you have the ability to adapt. Um, things are not always perfect. You're not always going to have step-by-step guides to do this or do that. Um, it's more important simply to be able to adapt to what you do have around you and to have a, a wide variety of experiences that you can, you can pull from and, Um, yeah, just basically develop the overall skill of being able to work with your hands and create things that are useful, um, from whatever you have on hand, uh, whatever your material is, you know, like I said, it's, it's not always straightforward follow steps. You're not always going to have perfect grain in your piece of wood. You're, you know, there's going to be faults in natural materials and you've got to learn to adapt and work with them and create something that serves its function anyways that is one thing that these traditional skills teach you is just learning to adapt and um create something anyways i think you also pick up a lot of patience um yeah a lot of these skills they are not necessarily quick and i don't make, say that in order to scare you off but you know if you're out scraping a hide or something like that you're going to be out there for a while you're going to be out there scraping, and you just got to just stick with it. Be patient. Keep going. Um, I feel like that's the way a lot of traditional skills are. It just They teach you to slow down, uh, move at a slower pace, relax, be patient, and that's hard to find these days. Um, I enjoy it simply for that reason. Um, I'm going to want to cover not only the hard skills and crafts that are integral for life such as you know building things with your hands like weaving or tanning or something like that but i also want to touch on the softer i don't want to say softer they're very demanding time intensive to learn but it, you don't necessarily create something so things like navigation And uh, knowing the plants in your area, what they're good for, what they're not good for, uh, what they indicate. i.e., you know, when I see this plant around, there's water or, uh, you know, something like that Uh, or tracking. Like I said, not soft skills. They're hard skills. They are hard, intense and very applicable skills once you develop them. But they, you don't have the immediate return on investment when you start learning them. It's not an immediate, oh, hey, look, I started tracking and now I have this. Um, Like you get when you're weaving or something like that. You can weave a basket. Once you learn, you can weave a basket really quickly. You can nap an arrowhead really quickly. And even if you're learning and you start and you yeah, you pick up your rock, you start bashing together and you may not end up with a very sharp point, but you can get something that's point-like-ish with a little bit of instruction in, well, if you're a beginner, maybe an hour. Um, you're not going to do that with tracking. You're not going to do that with the plant skills. They take time. They take serious time investment. And uh, that is a hard, hard sell in today's society. Not many people are willing to put the time in to learn something like that, where there is not an immediate return, where they don't immod- uh, immediately produce a object or something they can show others, um, but we need to we need to work to retain the knowledge that has been passed down to us and to promote and share it with other people. That also leads us into something like quality leisure time. What do you do when you have time away from work? Most people complain about not having any time in their life, and I'm one of them. I am one of them. But then what do we do in the evenings as we're sitting around? Most people turn to uh, TV, the computer, their phone. We get sucked into screens, which is not necessarily a bad thing if you are building something of use. But if you're just sitting there watching a show for Four hours every night, I think we could do something a little more productive with our leisure time, with our downtime. And not only that, I think you'll be happier if you do. You'll develop as a person. Um, I've striven to give up a lot of the digital time this year in my life, and it's been great. Um, I've always been an experimenter. That is how I view myself. I am an experimenter, I am a hobbyist, I am a. Uh, Well, I have a hard time being bored because I have a lot of things I want to try. I want to have a lot of things I want to learn. So giving up digital time just gave me more time for my hobbies. And it's fantastic. Um, I have, like, I'm making feta cheese tonight. I've never made feta before. It's awesome. I can't wait for it. But I'm doing that with my boys instead of sitting around watching a show or, you know, whatever. Um, I just, I think it would be helpful for people, um, if they spend that time instead to learn a new skill, to proactively work, to improve themselves, um, whether that's a traditional skill or not. Um, obviously I'm biased. I like working with my hands. I think you should too, but, um, yeah, spend your time away from work in a way that actually benefits you and don't just, just waste it. Like, so many people do these days, which essentially brings us back to what are you building? What are you working on? Uh, there's a lot of uh, muscle development, um, mental development. You have to think through things like, you know, if you're making a bed or a table or something like that, you have to think through things and figure out how everything's going to fit together and logically, you know, work it all out. And it develops your mental abilities. To be doing handcrafted stuff. Because you've got to logically think through the process and make sure everything's where it needs to be and how it needs to be. Basically, I would say we are defined or formed by what we create. By what we make, try, and do. That is who we are. You can either be, yeah, I'm a, uh, I don't know, banker. That can, that, that is what you quote unquote do, or you can be the person that's, you know, yeah, I make bows in my backyard or I, uh, I'm a weekend potter or, you know, I, I love to weave or something like that. You become more than just a quote unquote day job person and you develop into something that is so much more interesting it give so much more value to the world and has something to share with other people. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the journey ahead. I'm looking forward to uh, chatting with experts from around the world who have put the time in to really learn a skill and craft and are willing to share their knowledge with us. I'm looking forward to taking a deep dive into all things traditional and handmade and learning to make what you use, and um, really become more self-reliant. Uh, if you're the type of person who is also interested in traditional skills and wants to learn and grow and develop a new skill every week, go ahead and just hit the subscribe button. Um, it'll keep you updated when I come out with a new episode every week, and that way you have uh, something new to learn, something new to try, to experiment with that weekend. Um, thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. And yeah, enough of me blabbering I feel like I've been uh, standing in a soapbox for a while now and it's kind of awkward chatting to a microphone. So let's go out there and make something.